What up, though? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to your favorite late night podcast. Late night with Aiden Adrian. I definitely did not time that one out. <laughs> late night with Adrian. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. And I'm Adrian Bradyberg. Like I said, welcome back. Shout out to the No Sleep crew. Make sure you like, subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms and YouTube. Hit that bell for us. We appreciate y'all. As always, keep on what up, El Bougie? <laughs> yeah. Nothing much. We, we hype over here. We hype. <laughs> As you should be. As you should be. You got a new soundboard. You out here experimenting our your ass off right now. We are doing our thing. Next week for episode 46, I'll make sure I don't cut off those horns. For y'all, I'll make sure y'all get the full horns. Matter of fact, let me give y'all the full horns right now. Welcome back to another episode of Late Night with Adrian. There y'all go, folks. I didn't want to cheat the No Sleep Crew with their horns. So, no, know. shouldn't. You shouldn't at all. You should. Perfectionist. You know, what's uh? Yeah. We do what's right. I was gonna say, what's been going on with you this week? I feel like you always ask me, and we don't never hear about your week. That's okay, because you know, so I'm pretty boring. Sometimes I feel like you know you do more than than myself. So oh, but, I do, but that's okay. Yeah, you, you do. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. You know, we all know this. Um, my week. Let's see. Um, I lost a friendship. Um, what? Yeah, you know, uh, a white friend, a Waihite oh. friend, and that. Um, I was just like, damn, this is what we're. We've come to the crossroads here, and um, in true Waihite fashion, um, you know they always play that victim. They always manage to uh, make it about themselves. And I was like, I really don't want to end the friendship on this. It was actually over collard greens. We it was actually over collard greens. That is what kind of started. That's how silly this argument was. I know you. I know y'all probably think lost a friendship over collard greens. And let me just tell you why. Let me just tell you not collard greens. No, not turnips, no. but collards. Not turnips, but the collards. You know, I got a really good joke about collard greens too. But um, yeah, it was just like she was like, um, you should try putting nutmeg in your collard greens. And I was Whoa. like, what? exactly. That was so boogie. You've been eating collard greens, I'm assuming, probably your entire life, or you know, some type of green. Have you ever in the history of your black life ever seen or you know yourself? Put nutmeg and greens. That is a new one for me. I think it's a new one for all black folks. Um, and I was just like, I'm not interested. Um, that's not something that I want to do. I was like, black folks, we don't put uh, nutmeg and greens. You know, the whole, why does it always have to be about race? And I was like, this is not about race. It's about taste. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, according to the black palate, uh, nutmeg does not go on greens and i was like i was trying to think about how many things we actually put nutmeg on and i was like, i guess maybe christmas time if you one of those blacks that likes eggnog, eggnog. but like what's the taste what what's the actual taste of nutmeg like i have the seasoning of nutmeg but i've never actually like gone out you know when you you put a little pepper or a little salt in your hand and you 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 do one of them lick tastes to just get a a fit or the paprika. When I, first, <laughs> when I first figure out, you know, heard about paprika, I'm like, hey man, what what is 
paprika really tastes paprika, like? Paprika, not right. a goddamn thing. Unless you get the smoked paprika, then it's like <laughs> I put too much of this shit in here. Yo. Um, I feel like nutmeg is like a, a milder cinnamon taste. I don't know. It's, it's, that, it's a, okay. It's a different. It's it does have like an earthy kind of. But I was just like, that's not what we put in greens. I was like, yeah. you might see some vinegar in there. I yeah. Some hot sauce. Yeah. A little sport pepper, onions, maybe some salt. You know. I was like, yeah. Those I, are typically. Yeah. Yeah. What we do is, you are so close-minded, and I was like, "I'm not close-minded." I was like, "I'm not about to let a white heat take." Tell went, me, y'all went into that conversation. Oh yeah, Whoa. the conversation went there. And I was like, "I'm not about to let a white tell me okay, about so something that gonna, is." You're gonna keep pushing that, thinking like that it's that. gonna work. Okay, I, I like why he because I'm just saying why he okay. I'm not going to um, let right. a uh, a yite uh, uh, person. Okay. Um, <laughs> tell me how to cook something that is from my culture you know like i don't tell white people how to you know put raisins in potato salad you know or any of that other dumb shit that they do i'm like that's what y'all do like i'm not eating it but it's like don't try to tell me and she just kept on going and going and going and then she said this is a dumbass hill for you to want to die on and i was like i'm not the person dying on the hill ma'am you are and i wanted to make sure wow Oh yeah, she did. I wanted to make sure I wasn't tripping. So um, I reached out to um, some of my other black friends and I was like, yo, am I tripping? And Mm -hmm. one of my black friends, she was pretty much like, "Um, you ain't tripping. And she was like, tell her um, your dumb ass down. That's pretty much what she said. She was like, tell your friend (laughs) that right there. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right." And I was like, "I I don't because you you know me. Yes, I don't like to argue unless unless I don't like you. Then I'm like, okay, we're already here. Let's just let's do this just, argument thing. Yeah, let's go all you way know. Out. And I was like, I don't want to I don't want to end a friendship on this. I don't I don't have a lot of white friends for reasons like this. <laughs> and the just the inner white woman came out, and it was just like, ugh. it was just like I have to just tell you that I'm a Karen. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is. Now this you is understand is. what mansplaining might, might feel like for, yeah. for some of us. That's what that is. And I was like, this is not a good feeling. And I, I even went further. And I was like, this is why a lot of black people don't have a lot of white friends because of shit like this. It's like you are trying to impose yourself in a realm that you don't know anything about. Especially mm. when I've told you this is not something that we do. You know, and I was just like, mm, go ahead, play the victim. See ya! So sorry for you. Yeah, so that's pretty much what uh, what's been going on for me. What, what's been going on in your world? You know, I just returned, uh, did another trip, if you will. Where in the world was Adrian San Diego? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually went to Cabo for the first time. Okay, Cabo San Lucas. So how was it? How much tequila did you drink? Oh, the tequila going all around, left tequila and right. Tequila. Class Azul, I was getting high and drunk left and right. Uh, it was um, it was quite quite an experience. Very expensive, but quite an experience, especially when you wanna you wanna you wanna you wanna live luxuriously. And when I realized how uh, expensive my taste was, I realized <laughs> I need to. Um, do way more than what I'm doing right Man, now. <laughs> that is the, like, what did I get so goddamn bougie? <laughs> Where did this come from? 
because there are moments, there are sprinkles of my bouginess here and there. Yeah. Like, ah, excuse me? No, I will never. I don't, I don't, right. I don't do, I don't do me. I don't do, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my, I don't do that. No, thanks. But yeah, I, I realized, um, yeah, that shit costs doing uh, high end shit. It it really does. I mean, it was, it was so worth it. Oh man, it was so worth it. Went out there for a wedding. Okay. And uh, yeah, that wedding was epic. It was beautiful. It was epic, and I was just like, "Damn, this is all black people really doing this shit." <laughs> From the pictures that you had posted, and everything, I was like, "Oh, them niggas went ham." I was oh, like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." It was, Shout out to the wedding coordinator because it, it was beautiful. It looked, it looked amazing. She was out there too. She got flued out there too. I was like, "God damn!" For what they paid, she about to take another vacation off of that. Like, thank you very much. <laughs> Man, it was fireworks galore. I'm talking about as soon as we walk into the hotel, we had a nice little gift bag, beach bag, all of the essentials, TAC okay. stuff. It like it, oh, it's, it was it really was getting you high. Oh yeah, it, everything was personalized. They had monograms on everything just to make sure we knew who wedding it was this weekend. I was like, God damn, let's go. Them niggas. <laughs> we had a personal concierge. I was like, oh, this is what having money feels like for yeah. the weekend. I was like, oh, right. I want this. <laughs> so what was the feeling of when you brought your ass back to the States? <laughs> I felt, t- I just all like instantly felt tired and poor. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, what hit you first? Was it the tiredness or the lack of money? Which one was it? I think it was both. Simultaneously, I was just like, poor tired. Oh, Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, it. you know, it's all good. And it just, it just makes me more motivated and inspired to keep doing what we're doing just Hell so yeah. we can have moments of, like, gratitude and, turn up shit and just you know you gotta do it so questions that everyone wants to know did you unpack your bag is your bag still packed that'll be (laughs) i'm gonna go with yes okay (laughs) yes it's still uh packed still very yes it's still very packed uh johnny and i'd like to (laughs) go for (laughs) it's uh what is it's gonna be uh pack for the next few days as well two weeks no i'm gonna I'm give it till the end of the week okay i'm gonna give it till the end of the week yeah i'm gonna give it to the end of the week because the first day coming back was our was a loss yeah, you're not like, yeah that was a no-go and then i looked at it the next two days i was like yeah i'm gonna get to y'all i'm gonna get Eventually. to you yeah, what yeah, is yeah. what's the max what's the max you've gone on vacation and left your back sitting about two weeks and is it so? It's two weeks now. Do you go in that bag to grab certain things, yep. or is it, I don't need nothing in this? Yeah, no, no, no. I okay. gra- I grab a few things like the essentials, okay. the toiletries and stuff like that that I knew. You know, I don't like. I, I'm the plastic bottle girl that likes to pour <laughs> all the current stuff that I have in my bathroom and not just buy the little mini travel size stuff. Yeah, I do that too. I don't, I don't like all that. Because yeah, why, no. why am I wasting my stuff that I just purchased? I just purchased a full size 
a full size of shampoo, of, of body wash, like whatever have you, would I look like buying a mini version of it just so for a few days? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, not to mention um, them little samples are expensive as fuck. Them travel yes. size stuff. <laughs> you better off just buying a big bottle and fill them. I always do that. And most of the yeah. time, you don't use all that soap anyway. Nope. So it just sits in there. So it's like, oh, toiletry bag is already packed for next time Ooh, we go. Right. What you washing your ass four or five times a day? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, if you go through that much soap on uh, vacations, you was a dirty ass. Dirty, yeah. Dirty like, person. or you just, or, or you just having stomach problems and you need to really clean that ass. Hey man, IBS is uh is up An now. Actual thing, you know, yes, IBS is. is uh is running rampant through IB the communities, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what IBS stands for. <laughs> IB shit, <laughs> uncontrollably. Fuck. Yo, <laughs> I don't wish that upon no one. I hope Lord Jesus, please don't ever let me get the IB shitting disease. Yo, man. for those of you who are um. Due to the pie, this is episode 45, five away from 50. Yes, uh, we'll have to do a segment that we call I'm tipping my hat, tip, tip which it. is where we tip, tip, tip the hat to uh, those who are doing dope things on the timeline. Um, like you said, Adrian, you know, I always have you go first, so I'm gonna go first. Um, this time with the tip of the hat. Um, I think last week it was uh, Lewis Hamilton Jr. Won his 100th race, yes, and sir. now we got Bubba Wallace Bubba. Uh, becoming the first black driver since 1963 to win a NASCAR Series race. The first black since 1963. We are taking over motorsports. Um, we two for two, Lewis Hamilton and uh, Bubba. And um, not only um, did Bubba get his first victory, uh, MJ did, which I didn't know uh, Michael Jordan was the owner of... Uh, the car that Bubba drives. I had no idea. Michael Jordan is the first uh, principal black owner um, of a full-time uh, cup team to win uh, since 1973. Um, so the, the first black to own, uh, you know, a car or, a, you know, a group since 1973. I mean, that speaks volumes and they both got their first victory. Um, so shout out to, to them. I knew Michael um, had like the motorcycles. I knew he was in like the motor yeah. race. I didn't know it was NASCAR. So, you know, that brother always find a way to keep making money. I mean, he he knows he knows his shit except for coaching and owning a basketball <laughs> team. Like other than that, <laughs> Michael Jordan oh. knows how to get the bag. And shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to Bubba for sure. <laughs> he's I know he's been waiting on that. Yeah, oh, man. Wow. So. I didn't know this was his first, but you know, hey, shout out, tip my hat to that brother, man. Keep, you know, putting your foot on that gas, so to speak. And yeah. hopefully, more brothers go out here, sisters go out here, and let's get in these cars and let's, you know, let's win these races. Because yeah, you know, as fast is, yeah. as, as fast as people be driving out here in Chicago, I guarantee. I was just about you, to say, there's some folks that should be in NASCAR. It's you know? some it's some reckless drivers that need to be on <laughs> on NASCAR, okay? To really show to really show them what y'all got, okay? It's what like y'all are wasting y'all talents and driving up y'all's insurance premiums. Y'all need to be out here I've seen, for NASCAR. Yeah, I've seen niggas drive backwards on a one way and just zooming through cars, <laughs> and I'm just like, ain't no way in hell. You just 
randomly just do, doing that. Nah, nigga, you've had practice <laughs> and you've been doing this thing. You are a pro and you need to show your talents to everybody, okay? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I've been in Chicago for probably like 12 years now. And I will tell you this. I have seen some driving here in Chicago that I will never see any place else. It is some shit that y'all Chicagoans do here. And it's just like, uh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm not messing with y'all. I was like, y'all got the road. I mean, hey, do your thing. Yeah, you I'm thought so Biker Boys, now. you thought Biker Boys, the movie was like a, a new uh, introduction of, of black black people <laughs> riding. No, no, no. Go on the expressways Man. and see what these motherfuckers be doing. Them niggas is driving like Tyrese and the Fast and the Fear, <laughs> that second one. <laughs> he had that little purple car. That's how y'all be driving out here. Y'all just be wild. <laughs> yeah, real talk. But Yo, who you got out. for? Uh, yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Mike and Bubba. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shut, I, who I got? Let who me see. Got? We we taking it back. We taking it back. back. Okay, to Rap City. Rap City is back again to uh, reprise, if you will, um, this wonderful show, Rap City, and they decided to bring back Big Tigger, the second host. I don't know if you guys remember second. that he was the second host. It was um he was the first. Claire, I forgot his first. Oh, name. Joe Claire. Yeah, Joe Claire. Okay. Yep, um, yep, yep. He was the first host, but Big Tigger. That's always, right. He yeah, was. always. Yep. Yeah, he was. Look at look it up, guys. Yeah, but, Joe Claire, he hosted a lot of stuff on BT. Oh yeah, he did. He did it all. He he definitely did it all. But to me, I felt like it was only right to to bring back Big Tigger because mm-hmm. as much as people don't want to admit. Big Tigger was spitting bars in the cypher room as well. And he was easily doing it on top of the dome. People was coming in with rehearsed stuff. Yeah, they did. Big Tigger was like, oh, this is what y'all do professionally? All right, let me fuck fuck y'all heads up real quick. Let me show y'all youngins what a real freestyler is like. What's crazy is there were quite a few episodes where he his freestyle was better than the niggas getting paid millions for it. That's what I was going to say. There's there's definitely been episodes where I was just like, damn, Tigger, you you killing him with the heat. You giving him real heat. Rap was looking at him like, uh, hey, my man. Aren't you uh, a chorus TV correspondent? <laughs> like, stay, stay your radio jock personality self in your place. No, Big Tigger wasn't playing. I'm not new to this. Facts. Literally. So, is it um, is it back like for good, or was it just back for like the BET Hip Hop Awards? So, it is coming back for good. Okay. Uh, DJ Drama is also the DJ. That's dope. That will be that will be going along hosting alongside. Big Tigger, and I, I got a chance to actually watch the first, um, I guess, I think it's the initial episode right before the BET Hip Hop Awards, okay. and it was it was very entertaining. They had they had rappers galore on there stopping by, speaking, you know, of their experiences when they first got on the couch and then got on um, and did the cypher, but... Um, it's exciting. T- Big Tigger look like he hasn't aged whatsoever. They got a new yeah, set. I mean, he's probably plant based, but he don't want to admit it. Uh, did uh, how many times did uh, DJ Drama drop Gangster Grills? Good, good question. Good question. <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, it was only it was only once. J- okay. Due to 
copy infringement. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's BT, <laughs> not uh, you know, gangster grills, you bastards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know what? That uh, it's dope that they're bringing that back because it's gonna bring a lot of uh, like the new, the new generation of hip hop heads. They get to you know see it and this is yeah. something cool for them like what we got to experience when we came home you know from school and everything but yeah. i do hope if they're bringing this back they got to bring cedar's world back they got to oh, bring hits from the streets back remember the moo sai moo yeah got to bring that back <laughs> cedar's world has to come back um what else um Teen Summit, I ain't gonna watch it, but you know, for the youths, uh, they need that. I mean, BET had a lot of quality. Yeah, stuff. I didn't know. So I didn't know Rap City actually started in 1989. I did not know that either. Yeah, that's I had to look it up. It says Rap City first made its way into living rooms around the world in 1989. The show was dubbed as one of the one of the most premier hip hop series dedicated to rap music videos. And I'm just like 1989. Yeah, yeah. Like 89. Like- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I had to read that out. I, had to, I was like 89. I think I was one years old. Yeah, I was like 89. Niggas was like, these are the breaks. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like for real. <laughs> 1989. Who was so was, was Joe Claire was hosting 89? Like was so I was trying to find who was hosting in 89, but I think it was Joe. But you know, you know, I will say this: they were showing new rappers, up and coming rappers in the cipher, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know none of these." Yeah, not a single one of them. I will <laughs> say, yeah, I will say, I was watching some of the BET Hip Hop okay. Awards, eighty five South um, hosted it, and actually did, uh, did it live. There were a few rappers that I didn't recognize, and then there were a few rappers that I did, new rappers that I did recognize that was in the cypher, and I was pleasantly impressed. Granted, was, that 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 uh, beat was trash, but I was impressed. You are like the 800th person to say that that beat was trash. <laughs> like, no one, like, from top to bottom, everybody's like, man, beats, y'all gotta do a better job with them beats, so. That beat wasn't, would you agree that it was a good beat, or um, what, what, what do you I think? I thought it was too fast. I was just like... It was way too fast. It was way too fast. Some of them, with, with their styles, you could tell some of them had really good uh, flows and everything. You could tell, like, okay, these are some 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 writers or whatever but it was yeah. like they just couldn't get it off based on like that beat it should have been something different um who was it premier is that the one who normally does dg premier they should have had him uh doing it i don't know who they got to do it it was but you know hey it is, I mean, it it was is. Some nice ones. right they worked it out i see bet is trying to come back trying to get back to their roots um so yeah. shout out to sheets um who was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. writers we had her at front of the pod friend of the pod so shout out to her always rocking it so definitely you know uh who else is coming back the green eyed bandit himself donnie simpson they bringing back uh like the video was a video soul uh, really? saw that one yeah they, they announced that that one was coming back too Whoa. so you know all our aunties and uncles gonna be tuning in. <laughs> i did not hear about that whoa the question is though is like what songs are they gonna because you know the artists now they just some of them can't be played on there I was just gonna say, how is that even gonna work? Yeah, you know what's gonna happen? Genuine, all right, these niggas that ain't really doing nothing, they gonna hey look, y'all time to shine is, is right now. You better, bring back, you better bring back TGT. 
<laughs> I don't think anybody wants TGT back. I don't think even them niggas don't want that shit back. <laughs> Especially not tank, tank. Like I can't keep, I can't oh, keep working with these niggas. These emotional ass niggas. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh man, that is uh fucking hilarious. You know, on that note, I think it's time to get into this first ad. <laughs> Perfect time, man. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection. And the one that I get the most compliments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I gotta tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, Hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. that give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night, W-N-A. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. I figured we... I figured we'd also bring up our honorable mentions since yeah, yeah. of our tip tippins real quick. If honorable you don't mentions mind. of the tip, tip tippins. Uh, go ahead. Let's go first. What's your honorable no, mention? I was just gonna say my honorable mention is none other, none other than the young black brother that decided to sue uh, <clears throat> Tesla, Elon, Elon Musk, <laughs> if you will. Uh, company uh, for exposing the company for failing to stop racial abuse. Okay. For, he worked there for two years as an elevator engineer. And he said he was receiving uh, <clears throat> racial epithets, uh, just racist remarks. They were, they put swastikas in everywhere. Yeah, and he kept he kept meticulous reports and pictures and recordings. Hey Gotta man, that's it. the way to that's the way to do it because they will companies will literally build a case on you to fire you just to they make sure. Trash. Yeah, and so he did the exact same thing. And guess what? A few years later, <laughs> he <laughs> he has now been awarded a hundred and thirty-seven million. Million. <laughs> What's crazy is another dude uh, that was in that same plant. Got oh, like yeah. Million. And how how salty do you got to be? You like I know I got a million, but one hundred and thirty-seven. Like one hundred and thirty. I'd be punching my lawyer. I'm like my nigga. Like, can we uh retry this case or something? Because he got one hundred and thirty-seven. How only get one? Yeah. His his case was pretty tight. Again, he yeah. worked there for two years and. It took him four years to get this money, but yeah, that's the case I'm going to see through. Uh, you facts. know, I tell everyone, um, one HR is not your friend. Um, mm -hmm. HR works for the company. Uh, yep. They are there to destroy you. Um, yep. Anytime you have an issue, write that shit down. Let this brother be an example. I've had some issues on previous jobs where I myself 
um, sued a former company. Um, I didn't get uh, 137 million, <laughs> but you know, I got a little something, you know, just from uh, keeping notes, man. Like, if you have dates, that's the most important thing. Dates, just date the shit, <laughs> and just put a little detail here, you know. Make a note, put it around. Yep, make a note, make notes, make a date. I I normally would just email email it to myself. Yeah, um, that's the easiest thing alive. Um, cause there's some, there's been some stuff that happened to me and at a company and they gave me the largest severance pay because <laughs> <laughs> they did the not want history. me, right. Cause they did not want me to come out <laughs> with the stuff that I've collected. Okay. I still would have came out with it. I was like, yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm still going to do this. <laughs> or did I mean, you sign were, one? They were them? going broke. They were going okay. broke. So they they decided to give me this little money. Kudos to that brother. And I wish it was me. You know, I'll take a little bit of racism for $137 million. Just a little bit I of racism. Too. I too. <laughs> I These too. are the moments where you'd be like, damn it, Jesus. Like, God almighty. How come this could not happen to me? Like, I just, like, come on. I see what you're doing for others. Come on. Please let it happen for me, Lord. Jesus, right. who's your who's your honorable mention? <laughs> My honorable mention goes to none other than Mister Your Dad Don't Like Me himself, Nick Cannon, uh, for paying off uh, tuition for a couple students at some HBCUs. You know, HBCUs yeah. are near and dear to my mm. heart. Um, so anytime people are um, giving back to students at those schools, it's always a dope ass thing. Absolutely. So shout out to him. Uh, just the thought of not having any type of student loan debt, man, that is Oof. amazing. Yeah. Um, the amount of pressure and stress on a lot of students who are trying to pay for it, just worrying about those things where your grades yeah. might slip, that is definitely dope. So shout out to Nick Cannon and those students. Absolutely. All right. First topic, if you will. First topic of the day. It's a doozy. Oh, here we go. <sighs> this nigga we, right here. we knew this. We knew <laughs> we were going to talk about this. Come on, y'all. We knew. Uh, I mean, we we really did, and <laughs> I just gotta be like Sage, like, what are you doing? I mean, for the longest time, we have for the known. Listeners, yeah, for the listeners, I know you don't see these images, but that's right. Go ahead. My bad. Shout out to uh, Boogie for making sure I include you guys, the listeners. For the listeners that um are out there, we're uh, first time of the day. Sage Steele, um, you know she she's been kind of been in hot water lately. Um, she was on lately? uh, well, <laughs> most of her career, uh, <laughs> she was on. Jay Cutler's podcast, and they were talking about a number of things, including how she felt like uh, Barack should not um, identify black um, because he didn't know his father. Um, yeah, it's one of those comments where, again, we all know who Sage Steele is, and she's she's from time she's always shown us who she is. She has shown us from the beginning that she doesn't like black people. She doesn't even like being black herself. Um, and for her to even say that um, because you didn't know your black father, you shouldn't uh, claim like the, the black identity. If that's the case, it's a whole lot of brothers and sisters out here who did not have a relationship with their father who shouldn't. I'm black. I mean, if that's what you're saying, then this is that. And to that point, not, she don't have a point, but if this is how Sage really feels, then she must have forgot her dad was black. Because she does not act like a black person. So, like, Sage, what is your excuse? Your pops was in your life. <laughs> <clears throat> I, like, 
you know, I listened to bits and pieces of the clip mm-hmm. that has been um, going around and, you know, she's like, I grew up with my my grandmother and my mother who's white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's denying your whiteness. Exactly. Okay? No one's denying your whiteness. No one's t- asking you to defend your whiteness. My whole thing is these unnecessary people who feel like they have to disparage the their blackness in order for them to be acceptable mm-hmm. to the masses. Like Sage has been notorious with unnecessary comments about being a biracial person. Okay, congratulations, you're biracial. But as much as you want to get away from your blackness, baby, you're black. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know who told you otherwise. Because the question was, does she um, does she select in the census white or black? Because there's no biracial at one point. There was no biracial option. And she was just like, well, I grew up with my mother and my grandmother, so I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And then she was like, uh, a friend told her that Barack Obama uh, selects black. Well, I find that pretty interesting. That's (laughs) fascinating because he's never known his father, blah, blah, blah. So that's that's it. Who gives two shits? The one drop rule is the one drop rule, buddy. Sorry to tell you. Also, he didn't really have a relationship with his father because his father died. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think his pops died. His pops, when he was like a little kid. So it was like, bro, like, how is he supposed to have a relationship with a person who's not even here? Um, it, it's just, it's like this stupid identity crisis that, you know, a lot of people um, who are biracial have. It's like, it's just dumb as fuck. And Sage is one of those people. Like you could tell she wasn't accepted by the white kids. She wasn't accepted by the black kids. So now that she's got a little bit of uh, status, she's going to appeal to the whites. Like that is who she is appealing to. And I just got to say this, Sage, um, because if I remember there was a time when Jamel Hill was talking about like political issues, y'all raised holy hell at ESPN about anchors sticking to sports. So Sage, uh, I don't ever want to tell anyone to stick to doing what they do, but this is one of them cases where stick to stick to you know calling the game, stick to being an analyst, um, because I you just, obviously don't know what yeah. the fuck you're talking about. I just want, I just want her to just it like I, at this point, like what what are you doing this for? Like you know <laughs> they're gonna you know they're gonna pull you. Are you just trying? Is your angle is to just try to be controversial? just so you can eventually ride off into the sun and, and do your own thing. Is that what it is? So you, you want to, you want to, yeah, something, something is going on. Uh, I give you all the love to get some help. Cause it's clear that you need some help. You, well, you need know, like, they go therapy. Oh, well, it was like, we, we've seen this all too much. <laughs> too many times. Let's yeah, let's pull you out. They're saying it was because of the positive COVID test. I mean, what she said and the positive COVID test, I'm like, they just do that and COVID in there. I was like, nah, you got pulled because of that dumb shit you was saying. Um, it was funny, some other dumb shit that um, came out about her. Um, remember what's the young lady who was on um, The Bachelorette? Uh, Rachel, I forget her last name, but she's on um, 
podcast with Van Lathan, and she said that um, the first time she met Sage Steele, she was excited and she pretty much was like, I'm so glad you didn't pick a black man. Um, oh. She was really happy that she did not pick one of the black dudes on oh. The Bachelorette. And, you know, she was just kind of like, wow, like kind of taken aback. Like, yo, who was this? Uh, who was this woman? Like, y'all, y'all can go out there and y'all can read the article. It came out last night, so y'all can read it. But, um, oh, you know, yeah, and I was just like, yo, this is crazy. And um, I'm trying to see if I can find out. Uh, the hatred is real out here. And grab uh, the young lady's name because I don't want But wanna... the notion of, while you're looking, the notion of, yeah, the notion of, uh, oh, my God, black black people didn't like me. White kids didn't like me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just being a kid. Nobody liked me, okay? Yeah, a lot of us weren't like those kids, you know. (laughs) I was was a tall, lanky girl who couldn't fit in nowhere, okay? I was chubby, so, you know, I got picked on. (laughs) Everybody got picked on to some degree. Now, I will say bullying is a little bit different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely different, but I'm just saying, back then, bullying was like, whatever you didn't have, oh, guess what? I'm going to talk about you. You exactly. different than me. I'm about to talk about you. And that was it. <laughs> Back then, you had to learn the roads. It was like, I don't know roads ain't nothing going to hit. But shit, you ain't going to talk about me all the goddamn time. God, yeah. um, what else? You know what's crazy about what Rachel uh, Lindsay was saying as well? Um, she said stuff about The Bachelor. Um, producers, the black guys that they put on The Bachelor are black guys that do not date black women. Like and I was just like, wow! I kind of had a, I kind of had a feeling, a little inkling. I was like, because these are some, you know, some whitewashed brothers on here. Um, but it, it was just weird that you know Sage would be thrilled at that. And I guess maybe not so weird because her husband is a, a Wahite man. Um, <laughs> that should be the title of the episode: Wahites in Heat <laughs> or some shit. God, but um. Do better, Sage. Uh, do better. Uh, what's even crazier, though? One more thing about Sage. Um, as Jamel Hill had pointed out, um, she literally threw her, uh, I hate saying female, but she threw her female analyst under the bus by basically, you know, about how they dress and everything. Like, you know what you're doing with these outfits you I put did, on when you go I to interview these that. guys. <laughs> and it's just like, whoa, like, how dare you even say that? I was like, yeah, they know what they're doing. they putting on some dope-ass clothes to go out here and interview these niggas. They're not thinking about being ogled by these niggas. They're not thinking about that. They're doing a job. And it's like, yo, Sage, like, what side? Are who's, whose team are you on? I mean, we know whose team she's on, but... I mean, Jamel said it. She said it best. Clown behavior. Big clown shoes. <laughs> she out here with big the big she's out here with the big red nose and the shoes and the whole fit. Okay. She is clowning for America. So um is Sage Steele the female version of Terry Cruz? Oh is okay. she I the you woman say- version of Terry Cruz? Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying Candace Owens, because that's what she... Uh, they, they're probably cousins. They're cousins. I wouldn't <laughs> call... I wouldn't... I, I don't know if I would call... I, I mean, they're close. They're in the family. Okay. I, I would definitely say they're in the family, because I feel like Terry Crews makes make it a point... Makes it a point to actually come out and speak on things just... <laughs> Out of this world, 
just dumb shit where we was like, damn, Terry, what? We wasn't even thinking about you and you just came out of nowhere. Literally. I'm going to tell you Talking who's going to be. I don't want to be in the cookout. The good thing about not being invited to the cookout is not have to bring, bring a plate the Kool-Aid. or whatever. Like, <laughs> not sipping the Kool-Aid. Corny ass. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who's at that cookout, though. Terry Crews, okay. Candace Owens, okay. Sage Steele, Hubert Davis, and his white wife. Um, <laughs> I forgot about this dude. Unnecessary, like unnecessary tidbits. This was strong. Like it's just strong and wrong, nigga. <laughs> I just really want to know. It's like, where do y'all come from? Like, who are y'all niggas, man? It is just like, why? <laughs> no one is asking for any of this yet. They are giving man, it to us. They just, and at some point in time, it's just like, yo, Sage, stop talking. It's for like That's a it. lot of these people. It's like, huh? Like, I don't have to tell all my business on this type of thing. It's like, and even if you feel this way, it's wrong for you to feel this way about all these things. Just don't say it. If you if you have these dumb ass ideologies. Just don't say it. Just but we, we, you also have to remember, we live in a day and age where everybody feels like they need to express themselves publicly. Every yes, opinion, whether it, yeah, whether it's well intended, well informed, or not, they feel like they need to express themselves. So. Well, we know who won't be expressing themselves. <laughs> Sage to all over ESPN. <laughs> Suspended. <laughs> Double homicide <laughs> on that ass. Her ass oh. is just like, God damn, Sage. Well, on that note, let's get to this, uh, this ad. Hey, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, rings just to name a few okay right now our subscribers our listeners our watchers you 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 can get 20 percent off when you use the code late night okay l-a-t-e-n-i-t-e go on over to their ig it's rose vogue styling at rose vogue styling um easy everybody knows that okay let rose vogue styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Number number two, man. Uh, where were you during the uh, the great Facebook and Instagram <laughs> outage of 2021? Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? I was um, man, I was on the beach. Okay, so you did you even know it was down? I mean, I knew it was down, but also like, who cares? Yeah, I was in the sun. 
I was kind of under that same inkling of one. What was I doing? I was off. Yeah, I wasn't doing a goddamn thing. I didn't even know the shit was down. I wasn't on any type of social media. Mm-hmm. I went to um, I went to post and I was like, oh, must not be working. My <laughs> post is still kind of circling. And I just kind of got off, talked to some homies. And then I think the part that I think that irritated me was my entire phone stopped working. Like oh. I couldn't send texts, couldn't make phone calls. I was like, what the what hell is going on? You got? Oh, you, have, you got uh, a droid. Okay, my bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Do not come for my piece of shit Samsung, which I will be getting rid of very soon. <laughs> Do not come for it. Um, I was like, AT&T? I couldn't even call AT&T. I checked my bill. I was like, oh, this has been paid. So I know that ain't it. <laughs> Why is that always the first thing? Like, I know I paid my bill. <laughs> That's because you know niggas get real scared. It's like, oh, hold, hold on, hold on now. Like, you look, look. Ooh. I know I might be a couple days late, but you know I ain't missed a whole month, right? <laughs> you know. But um, that was my uh, my only concern. And once I kind of got back home to Wi-Fi, my phone started working again. But it was crazy though. Folks were literally freaking out. Twitter was like, oh, we back in business, baby. We popular again. Everyone is coming back here. Um, Facebook was down for like what eight hours. Uh, yeah. So. Apparently, all of Facebook apps, which includes Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger, and Oculus. Who actually is using Oculus? Nerds. <laughs> uh, it began displaying error messages around 11.40 a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. And then um, within minutes, Facebook had disappeared from the Internet. Which, that's that's the one thing. I was on Facebook, and I was just like, hey, man, what about, uh, what about Facebook? It it was just it was there was nothing, and um, apparently three point five billion people around the world use all of these apps to communicate, and it was down for hours on end for about. uh, It says the outage lasted over five hours, and then some apps slowly flickered back to life. But but it I thought it was longer than five hours. Yeah, I I think I think it was like eight hours. It was definitely five. Because I felt like even though there were a few posts that were like, are we back? Are we back? Like, I felt like my Instagram <laughs> wasn't up fully. Yeah, and I'm it just definitely like, wasn't. This. I, ain't, I ain't about to go back and keep doing this. But I know them influencers, yeah. though. Man, it was it was like folks was out here going crazy. And I was just like, okay, you know, I ain't at that level yet. You know, but I was like, okay, I'll do what y'all do. Facebook should have sent out a tweet. It was like, nah, we ain't back yet. Go outside, niggas. Go outside <laughs> like the olden days before right. y'all was fucking glued to y'all phones at every waking moment. It was actually refreshing. I wasn't on social media, but it was definitely refreshing yeah. because it was like people actually were having yeah. conversations for those that phones were working. Yeah. Um What's crazy though is so a lot of conspiracy theories as to why Facebook went down. Here we go. Here we go again. Here we go. I myself did not know anything about the whistleblower. I had found out um, during the outage about the The uh, the the 60 minute special. Yeah, what was her name? Uh, the whistleblower, Frances Hugan, um, just dropped the bomb. She sent uh, emails, all types of threads to like the Wall Street Journal, the Congress, which she actually met with Congress on Tuesday to basically say what we all know. Facebook is a trash ass app that pretty much um, incites your anger 
Um, if there's anything that's, you know, racist uh, content, anything to make you angry, the algorithm sends that to you. Um, so you can be angry. So you can talk about that. They send that to you more than they do fucking puppy videos and fucking uh, mukbang, uh, <laughs> mukbang videos and stuff. <laughs> and it's crazy, though, to think that these yeah. people built this type of tool, which was meant at some point in time for us to, you know, hey, I'm hanging out with my college buddies. You know, I'm just we're interacting. And now it's literally probably one of the most dangerous and racist apps that's out there. I remember at the peak of, yeah. um, you know, George Floyd, the BLM thing. And it was just like niggas was getting put in um, jail for the dumbest stuff like Facebook jail. I had a residency in <laughs> Facebook jail. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible and it was to the point where it was like white people could call you a nigga they could call you the worst things yeah. that you would ever call a black person but the yeah. second you said white devil or you called them a cracker ass cracker or anything like that the black people were the ones who were getting flagged and I was like I, I fucking hate this app and yeah. what's crazy is not and I'll uh, stop talking here in a second is Instagram is slowly turning into what Facebook oh, yeah. is. I, I I got I had two of my posts pulled down yesterday and these are just the simplest meme. No, nothing that was foul. And you know me. You but you know when I first got on Instagram, yeah. it was some wild yeah. stuff yeah. that I was posting. It was some stuff I was like, okay, bro. I was like, this is a brave ass man yeah. man here. It's some of the memes that I posted. <laughs> Captures from on point, but I was like, yo, this is this is nah. I'm ashamed of some of that stuff. Wild but it, boy. <laughs> it's like I got three posts pulled down within the week, and they were like, yo, if you keep doing this, we're gonna ban your page. And I'm like, yo. These are literally one of them was like a meme about people touching your glasses. And I my caption was like, yo, if you touch my glasses like that, I'm gonna fuck you up. That was it. And I was like, people were yeah. laughing, like, same thing happens to me. And, right. and that's what is getting me getting me, you know, banned. I'm like, yo, it's it's all fucking trash. Yeah, I heard uh Zuckerberg lost three billy, at least three bills. Seven. It was seven bills. Yeah. Oh. After the, after some, the final count. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, he lost some bills that I ain't got, okay? Man. Still rich, though. He's hey, still... The, like, the pockets 10? are still fine. The pockets if you woke up fine. and you lost $7 and you were still a billionaire, is it just like, uh, that's like five bucks to me? Or was nah, it like, I'd still be crying. I'd still okay, be crying. I'd be crying, too, but then, you know, he gonna fix it and, you know, do some other algorithm shit, and he gonna be back up there. Um. Back. The one That's crazy thing are, are addicted. Like, so do yeah. you feel like they should regulate Facebook or regulate these apps in general? Yes and no. Cause I feel like there should be some restrictions um, of how they are controlling their, okay. these apps, but the, it shouldn't be to the point where, cause it, it shouldn't be to the point where guess what? The government government is now controlling these apps. Because the the whole point of having these apps is the freedom to communicate freely. I, I, so, I agree with that. So, yeah. So, so it's a yes and no. Because everybody, what all these apps are doing is just collecting data. Pretty That's much. what they're doing. They're collecting all the data from the individuals that are decide, decided to sign on, sign their lives away, their information away, liking everything, which is then passed on to other companies that's going to use cookies and caches and, and send more stuff to you. And 
it, it's it's all data being passed around. That's all it is. Here's one thing that if I were if I were the person in charge of making these rules for these these apps, I'm Im- implementing. It's got to be some age limits. Of There's got to be some age limits because what is doing? I mean, you us as adults, it affects us. Yeah. So imagine how it affects uh, the youth. Um, and everything that they got to do. Um, and two, there's got to be like some mandatory uh, breaks. I think I heard Charlamagne said that you got to put like some breaks in there. So it's got to be something because Agreed. you're not going to do it yourself. There's got to be a time limit, something where the app itself is like, hey, you've already been on here for 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Your page, is just, it's got to be something like that. It's got to be seen, something. Have you gotten the, the, the notification of how long you've been on social media? Like I, I've stopped got... I'll stop getting it. I remember having, having it, putting it on my phone. Like, all right, let me do one hour of this. Let me do one hour of this. I don't even get those notifications no more. They was like, nigga, you in this. Right. <laughs> it's like you addicted. Right. <laughs> let me just let her live at this point. Your phone was like, I'm just going to shut this off for her. <laughs> she ain't. She's not. She's she not doesn't have the willpower to do it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and save our battery by turning this off. <laughs> Turn off all these unused as apps and oh, this one. Fuck. I'm definitely, I would grill the fuck out of Zuckerberg too. I'm like, eight hours, huh? The whistleblower dropped these bobs and y'all went down for eight hours. You was over there purging files, huh? I would Real come down quick. so hard on them. I mean, they did say it was the, the error was done by the themselves. Writer. Right by themselves, it was a user error on by them. So something is up. I agree. I don't know what we probably will never find out. No, they're gonna get what, go what you was gonna say. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to cut you. No, I'm just saying they, we, they Zuckerberg Zuckerberg is gonna be summoned again with his weird haircut to the government, and um, he's gonna make up some shit and tell make up some lies and find a story that sounds believable. So I don't I don't know. You know what it was? It was literally uh Zuckerberg was like Yeah, go ahead and uh delete the files. Delete them. All right. <laughs> That's what it was. He hit up an intern. He was like, "Yeah, you send." He was like, "Delete, delete, delete." The routers went down. I was like, "Man, what kind of routers y'all got?" I was like, "No, y'all ain't got the same router we got in these apartment <laughs> complexes where when everything gets on at like eight o'clock at night, the whole goddamn okay, nobody get on." I know y'all ain't got them routers. So come on, Mark. Anybody trying to hear that bullshit? Bullshit ass router. Come on, man. That's applying the world. No. You know what else is crazy about it, though, is this is the thing. I don't, I don't think one company should have that much say with all these apps because that that's some crazy. All of the apps went now and I didn't know. I mean, of course, um, you know, what was the one WhatsApp? I knew yeah, WhatsApp, WhatsApp was used a lot overseas, but I didn't know the magnitude of it. Like, oh, yeah, that's like, all. Yeah, like that's Africa, all Latin everybody America. uses. Yeah. Yep. That's my go-to. When I'm out of the country, mm-hmm. everybody, I'm talking about everybody's card, business card. They have their little WhatsApp number. F- yep. Fuck a regular number. It's WhatsApp or, n- or nothing. And then for that to to go down, imagine not being able to communicate with your family like another country. It's like, yo, Mark, like, that's things ain't looking too good for scary. you, buddy boy. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> scary. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> for real, for real. Let's keep this thing on 
Rolling. I think it is time for one of my favorite segments that we like to call Y'all Niggas Trippin'. Let's go ahead and uh, bring this up for y'all niggas tripping. Uh, keeping it in line with the theme of this episode, I'm going to go first. Uh, my y'all niggas tripping is going out to uh, Raising Cane's, you know, the chicken strip joint. Um, <laughs> a lot of places, a trend around the country where fast food places, a lot of jobs just can't keep employees um, because they're not paying people enough to keep their employees. So Raising Cane's like, okay, they don't want to work. So I'm going to make all y'all in our corporate offices, y'all gonna go to work. Y'all gonna and drop them chicken strips. <laughs> Racing Canes is now making uh, all of their corporate staff uh, work the registers. They are pretty much running their uh, their franchises until they can actually get enough employees um, to actually work. And to that, I the hell to the no, no, no. There ain't no way in the world. I'd be like, this is my last day. Like, I, I'm corporate. <laughs> like, I <laughs> This is why I became corporate. So exactly. I don't have to work at these greasy-ass restaurants anymore. Because I'm sure a number of mm-hmm. them, because I know a few people that literally started from the bottom. They worked their ass, mm-hmm. their way up top, just from McDonald's uh, drive through, did the fries, and then got into corporate, was a manager, and then decided to actually go into the offices and stay their asses in, in the offices. At this time, at this point, why why would you not choose to just pay people more money? I don't understand this. You know why? Because CEOs are greedy. Because I'm sure their CEO is probably making like $40 million a year, some stupid shit, which I'm not saying CEOs don't deserve to get paid. You shouldn't deserve to get paid that much. I can say, okay, $6 million, that's a decent salary for someone who's running a company. Then divvy out the rest of that money to the underlings. $40 million, you don't need to make that. It's a chicken strip joint. It's, y'all drop, y'all make chicken strips. And not even good chicken strips at that. Zaxby's is way better. I've never fucking, had raisin cane. So fucking trash. It's dry. If you don't have that little uh dipping sauce, they're like they're terrible. Garlic bread is good though. But outside of that, I didn't bust my ass to get an MBA to get a PhD to yeah, work in HR just for you to be like, ah, I need you to go down to the franchise mm. and uh drop them fries. You know? we're, we're, we're really looking for everyone to really dig deep and, and go back to their roots. So we're going to have everybody go a week or two or maybe three months <laughs> and really work down <laughs> in the dirt. Oh, man. They're going to be out here like, you know, we need to give them motherfuckers 15 an hour because I can't wear this hairnet all goddamn month. Them folks, I, I guarantee we're going to probably report back. Raising case, like, oh, we have a full staff because we are now paying 17 an hour. <laughs> Yo, in, in actuality, I'm so tired of this minimum wage Bullshit. Uh, fight. Because if you think about it, minimum wage is still poor. <laughs> Literally, it's it's in the name minimum. <laughs> you still gonna say maximum to... wage? 
this is minimum wage. You are working for the bare minimum. So you go barely get by. <laughs> Which is crazy that minimum wage has not gone. Everything is going up except for that. It's like, God damn, y'all not paying people enough to even live. It's like, oh, come God. on. I, I I cannot stand this fight that's going on right God. now. And it's the dumbest fight ever. It is just like, how come y'all just don't want everybody to just at least have a piece of the pie? Like, come on. It is literally enough for everyone to be able to live out here. This is apparently the, you know, the world's greatest country. We're the world's richest country. Yet, <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't add it up. It does not make sense. Yeah, I oh, raising canes, y'all niggas is tripping. Yeah, they are definitely tripping. And speaking of uh <clears throat> other people tripping, come on now. This this goes I think this goes with my brand, what <laughs> I do as far as my comedy and whatnot. And when I saw this, I was just I was like, yeah, you know, I, I have to talk about this. And I even I pulled I even pulled up the article and the website just to confirm this is an actual real thing that's going on. Now, to the listeners, I posted a picture of this Instagram and the Instagram is of a business that I quote is called height lengthening. Dot com. That is the website, heightlengthening.com. And there's there's two images uh, right now, and there is two gentlemen, one that appears to be the doctor that is standing next to the patient, and the patient is, uh, he appears to be a lot shorter. How short? Um, like it five, says three. here he's 5'3". Pretty he short. He says that he's 5'3". And then the second picture it's still the doctor and the, the gentleman who had received the procedure, and now he is 5'8". And in the caption, this man said, in the caption, the, the, the uh, play says, here's a transformation of a young man in his 30s who was 5'3". He underwent the height lengthening procedure on his femurs yeah. and his tibias in a, sta- in a stage fashion using the stride nail. Ouch. He gained a grand total of 5.8 inches in his height. He now stands at 5.9, which the it fucking said the image says 5.8. So you already lying right now. 5.9 is slightly <laughs> taller than Dr. M with his shoes on. Okay. And uh, okay. <laughs> I can't stop laughing because this is just I got so many questions. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, like, can we can we stop? Can, can we stop? Listen, <sighs> be your short best self. I'm sorry. There is no way. What, mm-hmm. and, but I will say, I understand how some of, some of you men are like, well, I see women out here changing <laughs> their bodies, getting BBLs, getting nose jobs. So you're an advocate for niggas getting the height lifting. I feel like we've gone too far. Yeah, we've. I think we're at a point where uh, we're not coming back from this. <laughs> when you're adding steel rods into your bones, like, yeah, at this point, I feel like we've 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 gone overboard. Like we've we've done we are, all we yeah. can do. Like I've seen, I 
I don't think we talked about this, but we've seen booty implants mm-hmm. where people are getting their asses lifted. Men Shot are getting their up. Yeah. Men? Men, men, are, men are getting men, booty. Men are booty. getting booties. Men are getting booty calves. Just trying to get double cheeked up out here. Listen, <laughs> you do what you want to do. I'm all good. But this height thing, y'all gotta just why why can't you just be happy with being the short kings and queens that you are? Okay. Adrian, how tall are you? I'm five eleven and three quarters. So all you short ass niggas, Adrian in her five eleven and three quarters is looking down on y'all. Saying, be happy, little man. Be happy in your short stature. No, I agree with you. Um, because it's not like short dudes aren't out here doing the damn thing. Agreed. I mean, it's just short cast out here. You still pulling ladies. My thing with this though is my man who got them, who got his uh the the, the height lifting done. You yeah. still ain't gonna pull no chicks, man. Because what's gonna happen? She's gonna look at you and be like, nah, I turned you down when you were five three. Now you're five nine. What the hell happened? You a grown ass man. Ain't no grown ass man out here getting no growth spurts. <laughs> like you, it's already a deal breaker there, bro. You can't go back and shoot your shot at any woman that you shot your shot at when you were short. At this point, yeah. That. At that at this point, if you get your height lengthening surgery, you're gonna have to move to a different city. You got to. And it's one of those things as well, like you're not playing basketball. So what is the point? You're not, you're not any type of athlete. Like, I was like, come on, bro. Like, just be happy with who you are. Also, so you're gonna have these long ass legs and short ass arms. Like, uh, like, <laughs> like you got the T-Rex arms. Like, it, what are you doing? Oh, like, just imagine him trying to tie his shoes. Uh, you're not gonna reach him. Like, there's so many. There, I just got so many questions. I saw a video of a guy that had the surgery done. And it looked like it was so painful that yeah. recovery process. Yeah, it's and where incredible. where are the scars? Where are the scars going to be at? So you you gonna have disformed knees? Your I, knees gonna be question. fucked up? Like what? Where's that at? I, I mean, at this point, you are willing to spend because no one's talking about how much this shit costs. You willing to spend fifty grand for five extra inches? Yeah, short niggas will do it. You, you short niggas will do it. You know what? This is this is definitely coming from. The niggas who were turned down by just not even tall women, just women who are their same height. It was like, ah, you're not tall. I'm like, you're the same height as me. That's it's gonna be all the little men going out here to get these surgeries. So you know what? I'm I'm gonna also say I'm gonna be I'm gonna play the opposite end. Hey, as long as it looks good and it <laughs> looks natural, go right ahead and do it. But if you out here with baby arms, majority and of long, them and long legs. <laughs> you <laughs> like, know, <laughs> and them arms don't match. You know how they be like, them thighs no. don't match for women who was getting BBL. The thighs got to match. Guess what, man? Them arms got to match. I'm really thinking about where they're going to put these scars at. Is it like at the back, like where your, where your legs kind of fold? Or like where your yeah, knees? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, where are you inserting? You start keloiding. Ooh. From the scars, like I, I'm just saying, there's so much, there's so many discrepancies and issues that may come a, may come about, but at the same time, you're risking all of that just for five extra inches. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead if that's what you want to do. I mean, hey, but if you go, if you go lengthen, you you gotta lengthen everything else. You gotta get the arms done. You you got it. Might as well get your torso done because I'm like, bro, you just look, you look awkward. And I then, mean, you know when you let when you get taller. 
and your shrong is still the same size. <laughs> that's, a, that's another. <laughs> so, so chicks gonna be like, yeah, but man, you like six three, but this package here, <laughs> it's Bruh, like, this don't add up. This don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. That's another part of the consultation. I gotta be like, okay, so we're going to lengthen your legs. Do you want some extra length added to your meat as well? Like you, you, you might as well get the whole package done, bro. Get the Cadillac of surgeries done on your body. Like, you gonna be a whole new person. You won't even be able to recognize yourself. I feel like we're getting to that point. I feel like our generation might be like one of the last generations of like natural bodies. Some of us, because some of us, you know, we're not there. Remember when it was a time when you looked at some of our celebrities back in the day when it was all natural bodies? I mean, you had a couple people that had big breasts and some that had big butts, but not like how it is now. I really feel like the generation now, y'all all just going to be Barbies and Ken dolls, like from the niggas to the women uh from the lace fronts on the dudes to it's just like we just killed a bear everybody got to build a body yeah we're, <laughs> we're all playing the game of can you spot the difference so let me ask you this question if in a, in, in a perfect situation you had all the bread in the world is it something that you'd be like i might go under the knife is there anything no because i be scar like, too easily for eh, eh, no i scar way too easily there is nothing so if it wasn't for the fact of the scarring, is it like I just don't want to do it? Or I'd rather work out. What is it? Just you just ain't gonna do it at all. Yeah, I don't want to do it because, like it, like for instance, I'm I'm part of the itty bitty titty committee, and if I get some boobs, I gotta <laughs> I gotta exchange them every ten years or whatever have you, <laughs> just so the, yeah. the silicone won't seep into my body. Hey, hey! Oh, I thought it was a different way they did them now. Whatever, saline or whatever have you. I sometimes there are risks where guess what? Mm-hmm. The implants will reject your body, and you will be fucked up. So I'm yeah. okay. I'm I'm that scary person. Nope, I don't want to do it. Nope. I, I've been thinking about those things, you know, as well. Uh, would I do anything? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like anything that that's on my body it can literally be changed by yeah. doing like maybe 10 sit-ups 10 push-ups you know I, i've told myself like if i was really disciplined and gave myself like four months i could probably you know knock some weight down if i were really disciplined it's not to the point where i want to go under the knife you'd have to pay me though like i'll, I'll gladly get on that table like funk master flex if you are paying me because you know funk flex had his body mm-hmm. did. you know i would do do it there it's just like man like come on y'all i'm okay and you know what one last thing on this if i were a bouncer i would be an asshole i'm like, my man <laughs> on this id you five three i'm like this is not uh, who I, you ain't getting in the club i'm like you nah i'm not letting anybody in the club i'm like nah my man this ain't you this ain't you <laughs> i mean you gotta but, buy new pants too yeah. i'm just thinking about you gotta buy it's all a, new it's clothes a whole new wardrobe it's a like, whole new wardrobe like that's crazy, nah. It's it's you know what? It was, I think it was over in uh, Europe. They got a club where people uh, could wear different shoes uh, to make themselves like taller. Some people had like lower shoes. I was like, oh, who God. knew people were this self conscious about being tall? Like my only reason for wanting to be tall was so I could dunk a basketball. That's my only. I just want to dunk. That's it. I just want to dunk. That was me too. I wanted to be tall <laughs> just so I could touch the backboard a little bit more. I got to the point where I could touch the rim, but I could not dunk it. I kept getting hung. I was like, you know what? 
layups. That's my thing. Like, it's just not meant for me to dunk. Like, I'm just not that tall. You know, you just got to live with what God's blessed you with. And that's okay. Exactly. Live with what God has blessed you with. Let's get to this final ad and then the final time. Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you're super chill. You're super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles. And man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all. Let's get it's, it's the, the final Yo, this was one of those uh, topics that I was just kind of scratching my head. Um, Ray J had uh, got a tattoo of Brandy's uh, logo um, on his arm. He's like, this is love. This is real love. I couldn't have asked for a better brother. I love you. what Brandy um, put on her IG after Ray J shared um, the picture of the tattoo. And a lot of people were just like, wait, they're related? And... I was scratching my head, uh, Boogie. I really was, because it's like, where the hell y'all niggas been at for the last uh, 15, 20 plus years? I I mean, I want to say, first of all, get well soon, speed recovery to Ray J. I heard he is is in Miami, uh, in the Miami hospital for for pneumonia. Definitely speed recovery to that brother. So, speedy, speedy recovery to that. But yeah, I saw... I saw uh, Ray J trending because people were really baffled into knowing that Ray J is related to Brandy. That's all I knew. That's all I knew Ray J as for a long time. Literally. Ray Brandy's little brother, Ray J. That's literally (laughs) what's his title. Y'all, y'all know him from Brandy show. Give it up, literally, for little brother Ray J. He was in Moesha. Hell, even little Kim told us, "Hey, ain't that Brandy's brother?" Like, yep. was y'all not listening to the song? Yeah. yeah, but I I will say maybe kudos to him that he's gotten out of Brandy's um I would say limelight or shadow. I w- was he really in it though? Because I kind of felt like he kind of had really. his his he own his little lane. Definitely had his own lane, but for the longest, I would say mainstream just knew him as Ray uh, Brandy's little brother. So, but for the longest, Ray J was like, "Yo, 
I got so much more to mm-hmm. offer. And he really showed us, okay? Are I mean, we he did. live? Are we live? <laughs> are we live? I mean, okay. let's let's go down uh the list of Ray J's accomplishments. For those of y'all who are listening, I'm gonna read off uh, on the screen the list of Ray J's accomplishments. Uh one, he is Brandy's brother. Yeah, uh, he dated Whitney Houston. Oh my god, Lil Kim, yep, Pam Anderson, yes, uh made Kim Kardashian famous. I'm hey. sure some of y'all saw the tape. Okay. Uh he is a member of the Bloods. Is that uh, true? Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Let's say allegedly. Yeah, I, let's I, I do don't that. I don't know. Allegedly. Let's let's do that. I haven't fact checked that, so we'll say allegedly a member. Um, let's see. Uh made one wish. Come on now. If probably I probably his greatest hit. We was all yeah. dancing in the rain. I, I remember when that song came on, I had a little young lady. I was like, I'm so sad. What right. uh <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, great song. That was a banger. That was, that was a probably. I'm trying to think. Didn't he? What was the other one? Uh, what was that one? Uh, sexy can I or whatever? Oh that yeah, was, sexy yeah. can I? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They had sexy that one. Can I uh, the Scooty Bike Company. Uh, he's yep. literally making bread off those. He's got the Raycons. Raycons. Um, Come on now. This one's a little weird. Uh, Suge Knight signed yeah. over his life rights. I, yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, um, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. That was a thing. I thought you had to be like a relative to actually, but uh, you know, okay. uh, what else? Oh, Ray J had the um, them glasses. Remember them glasses yep. that was on uh, yeah. the Breakfast Club, the ones that flipped down. Also, yep. the very funny interview when Speedy was like, "I could break them." He's like, "Break them? I could break them." He's like, "I don't want to break them," and he broke them. And he was like, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> Literally ripped them off. You know, because of no. because of of of. A lot of young people that didn't mm-hmm. know that he was related. I decided to do a search of siblings, black si- celebs that are siblings that people may not know. But Quite a few. It was pretty obvious to me, but this is just a few I, that I pulled some out these, that I wanted to share. When I looked through these, I was like, some of these definitely, um, you can tell. Um, oh, yeah. Who's this Megan Good? Megan Good, that's that's... Her sister, she's a, an actress, and I, I freaking forgot her name. Um, she has a child with, um, well, two children with uh, an R&B singer. But yeah, she's an actress. She's she's done a few things. Okay. Yeah, I should have looked up her name. I completely forgot her uh, name. Mostly, um, y'all can look it up. But yeah, we all know. Uh, if you guys don't know, Jussie Smollett, Smollett, however Journey. you want to call it, and Journey. Smollett, Smollett, they are brothers, they're siblings. They all look alike. It's about five of them. They all look alike. But Lisa Ray and DeBrat are siblings. Mm-hmm. You didn't know. And that was also, one in the beginning yeah. that I was like, really? That, I, yeah. I would say, I, I mean, I've known for some time, but when I first found out, I was shocked by that one. And this is just a throw up in the air. Um, Yara Shahidi and Nas are actually cousins. They're mm-hmm. related. Yep. Um, but also, there's one that that took me by surprise that I didn't know for a long time. But Mia, Mia Long, and some more, and, and some more. A lot of people didn't know about that yeah, one. I, I, I did not know that about one. that. I did not know about that. That was a while ago, but I did not know. I'm gonna throw. Uh, there's a couple more out there. Um, yeah. Gabrielle Union and Sawidi. Yes, they are Sorry. cousins. They're cousins. Uh, yeah. Wood Harris and Steve yep. Harris. Yep. That one, because when people see the two of them, you, you yeah. wouldn't necessarily know. But then yeah. when they're standing beside each other, it's like, I can kind of see it a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
the Who tapes, else is out there? Lorenz Tate and his brother, who is a comic, uh, a comedic actor. Is that the, I always get him. Wait, is that the? I'm not gonna say the name because I don't know if that's him or not. But I always feel like Lorenz Tate and the dude from uh, "Don't Be a Menace While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood," the one that was Sean's dad. Yes. There are they brothers? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I was that's like, that's the one. Nigga. That was the that that's was the kid. About? Yeah. Okay. That was the kid. That was like that's my dad. That is, they are brothers. Okay. So I'm not tripping then because I was like, them niggas look. A yep. lot alike. They they look a yeah. lot alike. Yes. Strong ass genes. I mean, just uh, Hollywood. A lot of people out here, man. The, the families, the bloodlines run. Hey thick. man, pass it on. Hey, the white ones. got look at who the, who the white ones. Uh, Charlie oh, it's Sheen. A, it's, um, a, it's a gang of them. The Owens, the Wilsons. Yeah. Owen yep, yep, Wilson. Yep. Yeah. His brother oh, Luke. Yeah. Yep. Luke. Emilio Estevez and Charlie yeah. Sheen. Um, it's it, it's quite a few. It, yeah. It's it's. Yeah, like, huh. it's a game Sometimes. though. Nepotism is real. Why not keep it in family? Might as well, cause hell no, I'm, I'm bringing all my family in. Like, come on, bring what them all. The Wayans, you better bring them all. Yeah, the Wayans, they got enough family for all of us. That's all. And I was like, God damn, I'm not mad at them. For real, I will change my last name right now. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Come on now. Oh man, but again, I was just like, wow, okay. I was like, y'all learned something new. Ray J and Brandy are related, y'all. But I, I would. I also would like to pose this question. Would you get your sibling tatted on your on your body? No. Sibling name tatted on you. Like I'm all for like sibling tattoos. I I really like that that idea, <laughs> but just to get randomly my sibling's name, I don't know. I don't know about that. I could do a name like if my brother passed it or something like that. I could do that. Now, when you first yeah, said sibling, that's different. I thought she meant like his face. I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, because oh. you know, some people get their family members' faces yeah. tattooed on them. I was like, hell no, nah, I'm not getting that nigga's face tattooed on me. But yeah, I get his name. You know, I'm like, okay. Mom, dad, Chad, put you on there too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go down the list of, of tatted Yo, up names. <laughs> I gotta have a reason though. I'm not just be like, all right, bro, I got your name tatted on me. It's gotta be a reason for me to do it. But you know what? I have no ill will. I have no issue with Ray J putting the brandy and the way he did it. He did the brandy Moesha font. Mm -hmm. He did that the Moesha font because guess what? That's really what made him as well. This is true. He got his start on Moesha. Go back was, and watch Moesha. Yeah. He was in the videos. He was in Brandy's videos, mm -hmm. but everybody wasn't paying attention to he this little no boy. Shot. This they, little boy that's in the video, like, hey, that's my sister. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw him on Moesha, he was playing like a Muslim dude. Yeah. <laughs> got this nigga selling bean pies on here, and then he came back as Dorian, yep. like the thugged out nigga. Like, I, yeah, everybody was like, so we just not gonna act like he wasn't. Yeah, he the was the time? he was the uh he was un so unbelievable. I was like, this nigga's supposed to be from the hood. Like you there's nothing that says that Dorian was like this nigga out here, but I was like, all right, you know this like, high pitched man, voice yeah, man. I'm out here just stuck it in these streets, Miles. <laughs> you know, no, that ain't that ain't it. Before we get out of here, but we should probably have one of the worst endings ever. Like the cliffhanger <sighs> was just horrible. Yeah, I stopped watching. I wasn't the ones that 
actually f- went back to watch Moesha after it went it got back on uh Netflix or something because I was just like, man, Ooh, it's tough to go back and watch. It's hard now. to watch that show. It's, it really is. My my parents hated Moesha growing up when we was growing up as kids because oh, my really? mom thought that she was too smart mouth. She was like, she just is too sarcastic. She talks yeah. back to her parents too much. That. You want a black household. You you didn't you want to talk about very often. And they was like, she is just too lippy. But now when you go back and look at it, I saw how people were like, uh, she was real mean to Kim and like a lot of her friends and stuff. So it's like yeah. it's, uh, it was pretty bad. It was throwing them fat jokes left and right. I was like, God. That was dang. like every show back then. It was like being fat was like, whoa. <laughs> that was crazy. But yeah, especially Moesha. I'm yeah, sure it, was it, it got a little. Back. It got a little much. I will say the Parkers was Great a show. way better show. Parkers is oh. to this day the Parkers still holds up. Like it is a Agreed. great show. Like, I will find myself just sitting back watching reruns, cracking up. Like Agreed. it still holds up. Like Agreed. so, kudos to uh, Monique and uh, Countess Countess Vaughn. Yes, Countess Vaughn. Countess Vaughn. Yes. Shout outs to those folks. Well, Boogie, you know, we have uh, sadly reached the end of episode 45. Five Ooh, away from 50. We've come down to the end of the podcast. We don't want to leave, but we got to go right now. Yes, it's been a pleasure. It has truly been a pleasure. No sleep crew. Please like subscribe on all of your podcast platforms. Also, shout outs to all the folks who have been in the comments lately. Definitely appreciate y'all uh, for rocking out, leaving us those comments because we actually do read them and yeah. we do respond. We yeah. appreciate the interaction. If there's something that y'all think we could do better, uh, maybe do more of or less of, let us know. We are open to feedback. If you guys yes, want sir. more bells, I'll give y'all more bells. You, know, you want more horns? What y'all want from a brother? We got y'all. We aim to boogies. Yeah, we, we y'all know y'all don't want no more bells <laughs> or horns. So just. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga, you don't want no more bells or horns. That's what it is. You don't want the bells Yo, or horns. You, you're, you're going trigger happy with these noises, with hey, these man, sounds. Sometimes okay. you've you got to let the people know that this is, one, their favorite late night podcast, and two, okay. the production value on their favorite late night podcast is going up. It is going up, and Adrian, I only got one thing to say. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Facts. That's all we got to say, you Facts. know. That's what Facts. we got to say. And hey. I think on that note, I th- wait, you got anything for the people before we get about it? You got anything for the people? No, I was going to say facts. You are 100% accurate, as always. Like you said earlier, like and subscribe. Keep smashing that bell button. Get that not- notification up out of here. Come on now. Pat- tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. This is a movement. We join. It really is a movement, and we appreciate y'all. It's- 45. We're 45 episodes in. 45 episodes in! 5 from 50. The goal is we're getting to 100. And then 200. And then 3. We're just, we're just clapping up here. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Yes, sir. And I think on that note, it is time to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm your boy Nate Galloway. I'm Andrew Rayburn. This is another dope episode of Late Night with Nate.